let's talk about COVID, COVID-19. Now, we're probably in our third week of isolation at this point when this is being aired. And I just wanted to go through the process of what's happening in the veterinary profession. Um, first and foremost, big shout out to all the healthcare providers and their support team for giving their all, putting their lives on the line to help with this pandemic. At this point in time, I think things are going to start to peak and get better. Um, Statistically, because there is no vaccine, there probably will be a second area or time where we're going to have to go into isolation mode. Um, We're just using China as our model right now. And it's still unknown as to how readily this virus is spreading. So please continue to do your self-isolation, wear a mask at all times. Right now in our state, it's recommended or mandatory to wear a mask in public settings. Limit your exposure. Stand at least six feet apart. For those of you not in the U.S., two meters. (laughs) And we'll just get through this together. So let's start about talking about how the process actually works for the veterinary world. So we, for the most part, have gone to what we call curbside care or virtual care. So let's talk about the first, curbside care. So the way it works is if your pet needs to be seen at your veterinarian, you call ahead. They will go through the process of what curbside care is, which basically means you do not leave your vehicle. You do not enter the building. A person will come out um, and will be garbed in protective wear from a gown, a mask, gloves, possibly a face shield at this point. The history for what is going on will probably take care, take place over the phone. So when you arrive at the practice, you will phone and say, hey, I'm here. And you will get a history over the phone. A team member will come out and get your pet, which will go inside and we'll do a physical exam. And keep in mind that we're actually wearing the same protective gear, gear inside. Um, a combination of what is needed to protect ourselves from the unknowns and honestly to protect ourselves from each other. Um, You know, we go home and we have lives outside of here and um, hopefully there is no potential exposure, but we're protecting ourselves. So your pet will get a physical exam, recommendations, diagnostic tests and treatment will be performed. Um, A discussion will take place over the phone and then payment is done via credit card over the phone as well. And then your pet is returned to your vehicle to you. There are some cases for... Unfortunately, if we're talking end of life, many times veterinary hospitals will either say, I'm sorry, you can't come in, or yes, you can come in on the basis that you are gowned, gloved, and masked in the process and and limiting the number of individuals coming into the building. The other form is virtual um, care. Right now, you can create a um, meeting. A lot of veterinary practices are using Zoom. It's a video software um, conferencing modality used where you could have a discussion with a veterinarian and go over signs and symptoms. Um, At that point in time, I think you're looking at two things. You're looking at either 
the pet needs to come in physically to be seen or for example a recheck exam or something else then maybe a discussion over the zoom will suffice um and then there is charges made over credit card um, again and either prior to or after and then that case is closed everything is recorded so then it becomes part of the pet's record so everything's in there but but that's how we're dealing with um covid right now um it it's it's one of those things that needs to be be done um unfortunately um one thing i will point out and this is a scenario that i think many vets are facing is a lot of people just don't want to come in um it's very difficult even before covid when telehealth is done is to actually do a diagnosis on a pet or if there is something wrong that you can't just discuss um, over a audio or video signal, um, it's really best to bring your pet in. I had a little situation at the clinic where a pet hadn't been seen for 18 months. Um, And typically what you need to do is you need to do a physical exam once a year to continue what is called a doctor-patient relationship in which case then he can prescribe medications and the client wanted medications prescribed. Um, Unfortunately, we can't do that because we don't know the condition of your pet and heaven help us if we do prescribe something and it's going to lead to a negative reaction based on the current medical status of your pet. So I know it's tough, um, especially if you are COVID positive or been diagnosed with COVID. Um, I think that in those cases, discussions are, is there someone else in the household who could bring your pet in is there you know another way of doing something um but that's the way it works um one thing i didn't touch on was that that was a day practice approach the emergency centers are slightly different where when you arrive because they don't really have a history of your pet there's an individual's outside gown garbed who will then take the history and bring your pet inside um for care and those are those are difficult scenarios um but they and kudos to them they are open 24 hours a day many of us uh day practitioners have actually limited our hours we want to decrease our exposure um and you know normal health care may or may not be happening um in day practices and it's really those difficult cases those emergent cases um those needed surgeries or treatments are the ones that are happening in the referral centers and so, um, you know, they don't, they may not have a history that you have with your pet. So that's something definitely to think about there. Um, so that's the COVID scenario in the vet world. And things will change as time goes on. Um, and there are some practices that aren't actually closing. Um, so it's a difficult time for everyone. And, and one thing that I need to point out is that Although we provide medical care to your pets, a veterinary hospital is a small business and they are facing the same small business issues that every small business faces. We are fortunate now that we are not all closed. Um, There are some small businesses that are actually closed. There are some small businesses that might actually be doing very well. So um, in a time like this, we are looking at ways of how can we get to the point of providing care for your pet without exposing risks to either you or us. That is an interesting thing. And that's something that we're all working out right now um, to figure out which is best and how we can get through this.